Hello, this is your host, Allie Hansen, and welcome back to the Overcome and Become podcast. Let's get motivated. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another great episode. I'm so excited, and today's episode is going to be really good. First off, as you know, we're going to start with our challenge of the week. And because Easter was last Sunday, and when it comes to Easter, I think a lot about, obviously, Jesus Christ, but also a lot about family because he asks us to build those relationships and spend a lot of time with our family and really realize that those are the people that are going to be with you the rest of your life and also for eternity. So the challenge of this week that I decided to take on, and it kind of goes with last week's episode if you listen to it because we talked a lot about healthy relationships and building those healthy relationships, this is a challenge to call someone in your family or maybe if it's a family friend, a loved one, whoever you would like to, three times before the next episode comes out. So obviously we have our daily people that we talk to, maybe the people that live in our house, but I really want to challenge you guys to reach out to maybe your grandma or your aunt or your cousin or that super close family friend and just build that relationship and let them know that you're there and that you love them and that you care about them. And this is something that I thought was really interesting because obviously it can make you happy to build those relationships. But as per usual, I looked up the benefits that can come from this and it actually has quite a bit. So some of them are listening skills. It can create really good listening skills. If you're willing to just call and talk to someone, maybe they have a whole lot to say to you. If they haven't talked to you in a while, you can build speaking skills. So just learning to communicate with people that you don't exactly talk to all the time. You can learn clarity, self-disclosure, respect and regard. And those are all things that I think are really, really good to have. And then communication tips, physiologist David Olson devised something called the circumplex model of maternal and family systems to help examine and treat families. It breaks down to three aspects of maternal and family systems, togetherness, flexibility, and communication. And I think those are all great skills to have, but also if you want to have a good healthy relationship with someone, even if you don't get to see them every day or maybe every week or maybe you only see them about twice a year, it can create that communication and that flexibility and togetherness and ultimately be really happy. I know that when I talk to family members that I haven't talked to in a while, it's exciting to catch up with them, but it also makes me really happy to just know that there's so many people that I love and care about, but there's also so many people that love and care about me, and that is something that I think is absolutely amazing, and I'm so grateful that I have family that I get the opportunity to do that with, but as I was doing my research, research, it was super interesting that they were talking about how a lot of times if you make a goal like this to talk to a family member, a friend, anyone, you'll say, okay, we're going to talk at this time every week. Okay, we're going to talk at this time once a month and those kinds of things and you never get to it. And it's instead of it just being a, I really want to talk to you, I want to catch up, hey, do you want to FaceTime later or do you just want to call later, text, whatever. It's kind of a demanding thing. It's not so much an easygoing, just catch up thing. And so then people are like, oh, this is on my to-do list. I have to get this done instead of I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to catch up with that person. So if you would like to continue building those relationships and just really build a few different skills over the week, I challenge you guys to call 
someone at least three times. That could be the same person. Maybe you really want to catch up with the same person, or that can be three different people, but there is seven days between each episode, so I figured three would be a good amount because I was thinking about it, and seven seemed like a lot. I don't know that I would be able to be able to call someone that I haven't talked to in a while because usually those conversations can go on pretty long, so three times, and I hope you guys take this challenge on, and I hope you enjoy it because I think it is something super neat and super special that we get to have and do here on this earth, and we have phones that are such an easy access to us. Most of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you have a phone, and it's so easy to just shoot a text and say, hey, want to catch up later, or call them, or even email them, and so I challenge you guys to do that this week. Alrighty, now we're going to get into our topic. The topic today is mental health. And I know this can be kind of a sensitive topic and kind of a tough topic to talk about, but I really wanted to cover it because we're all about bettering ourselves and mental health is one of the most important places that we need to better ourselves in our own lives because it really starts with mental health. If we want to be spiritually strong, relationship strong, physically strong in all of these different areas, we have to be mentally strong. We have to be in the correct and right headspace first. But I also know that a lot of people will struggle with depression or anxiety, so many different things. And so I want to cover those as well because I have an experience that I would like to share. And I truly believe that people can be built off of hard times and people can be built off of trials. And like we've talked about many, many times, this is not a down podcast where we talk about all of the horrible things that go on in our life. We're if we talk about them, we're talking about how we became better from it, how we built off of it. So I would like to share an experience that I had, and this is very personal to me, but I also want the mental health field and whole side of the world to be a more comfortable space. So when I was going through treatment, obviously it was really hard, but two people that were beside me the entire time were my mom and dad. They never left me and being in the hospital so much, not really going to school and then just staying home all the time, they would always stay home to take care of me. And so I was absolutely attached to the hip with them. It was either both of them were with me or one of them was with me and they were always there as my support system, my comfort. When I was going through something hard, they were there to try and make it a fun way to be able to take medicine or do these different things. And when I started going back to school, it was really hard. I found no motivation to go back to school. I would cry and I would never want to go back because the whole time I would be miserable and I would just miss them and feel a lot of anxiety when they weren't there. And it got to a point where even when I was with them, I would constantly worry because you have to think, I got diagnosed with cancer in 2016. My little cousin passed away drowning in 2017 and my sister was hit and killed in a car accident in 2018 and that was a lot to go through and so all I could think about was that if anything happened to these people that had been by my side the entire time and that have never left my side I would be absolutely torn apart and that was something that was just constantly on my mind and I couldn't get out of my head and I would just cry and worry all the time and I wasn't in a good place. I 
I was still going through cancer and I was not in the right headspace. And when you're going through cancer and not in the right headspace, it's a million times worse. And it just ended up being really hard and really miserable. And ultimately, I just wasn't happy. And my mom had briefly talked about me going to therapy a little bit. And I was like, oh, no, you know, I don't need that. I'm fine. Like, I have you guys. And for a while, I've kind of been into journaling. When I was going through my cancer journey, I always wanted to journal. But I was still pretty young. And now I journal every single day. So I was kind of getting into that. And they ended up getting me into therapy. And I was not excited to go. I ended up going. And sometimes therapy can be a little awkward because you just go in this room and essentially you talk to someone about your feelings, how you're feeling, and I don't know what they do. They are seriously trained professionals. Shout out to every single therapist because I don't know how you guys do it. You must have some sort of trick, but they don't force things upon you and they don't make you feel bad for the reason you're in there. They don't make you feel ashamed and they don't physically tell you, okay, I want you to change this, do this differently. They just somehow sneak it in there and it changes things. So I ended up going to therapy for quite a while. It was, I think, a few months, maybe six-ish, eight months. I'm not 100% sure. Don't take my word on that because really I have no idea. But my therapist was absolutely incredible and the things that she had me do and just talking to her about it really changed things. And then she had a meeting, I guess you could say, with my parents and she basically explained how I was feeling so that way my parents could be there to help me. And the reason I didn't want to go is because I didn't want my parents to pay for something that I didn't think was going to work. And I know a lot of people don't believe in therapy, but let me tell you, that changed my life. From then on out, I really, I don't have a lot of anxiety. Like, I am scared of heights, but I don't have anxiety about constantly worrying about my parents not being there. I'm very independent now. I am totally okay just kind of doing my own thing. Obviously, I love them and I love to be around them, but I don't have that weight and that sadness and that cloud hovering over my head constantly about worrying about my loved ones and if they're going to be okay because I go to church and in my young women's lesson we just talked about how it's important to have a healthy balance of what you're worrying about because obviously you don't want to be completely nonchalant and worryless and just really not care about anything but it's also important to not worry about every single thing that's going on if you don't have a reason to and I am so grateful that I got to go to therapy and I remember being really ashamed of it. I went back to school. I got checked out of school for it the first session I went to and I went back to school and people asked me why I was gone and I made up a lie. I made up an excuse why I was gone because I didn't want people to know and looking back that makes me so sad that being young and I know so many people go to therapy from being a very little kid to being an old woman or old man and it's not a very attractive thing I guess you could say when you hear the word therapy it's oh they have a mental problem oh they have a problem with their mental health and people don't like to be known for that kind of stuff and it made me sad it really did looking back I am very sad that that had to happen and so I am proud now that I can come out and say that I'm not ashamed of that anymore. I no longer go to therapy. I haven't gone in a very, very long time, but I know that it changed my life, and I'm so grateful for that, and now I am in the best mental state I have ever been in, and that also goes off of a lot of things. I know therapy can 
be really expensive sometimes and just session after session it can add up really really quick and maybe if you are someone who doesn't have a lot of money but you are struggling with mental health there are so many free forms of therapy in a sense going outside is one of the biggest ones I don't know what it does but watching the sunset sitting on the beach sitting in the grass wherever you love it can clear your headspace and one of the biggest things that I have done for a long time and really after I started therapy was Now, unconsciously, I self-reflect every single night. I kind of look back at my day and I think about how I can improve and how can I be better. And that always starts with my mental state because everything starts in your heart and it starts in your head before it can start anywhere else. And so it's important that you start with that first step and you make sure you're in that right headspace because it is so important. It is so important to be healthy and it is so important to be fun because if you are in a low mental state or you're in the wrong mental state, it can really restrict a lot of the things that you're doing in your life. It can restrict you from being happy. It can restrict you from exploring and loving and just living the ultimate life because I know in everyone's dream life it's not I want to live this dark miserable life and I just want to be in a state of anxiety and depression and sadness all the time because that is 100% not true if anyone could change their life maybe it's not the exact same as mine because if my dream life is to own all of these businesses and live on the beach and all that stuff and obviously everyone's dream life isn't the exact same as mine but ultimately my dream life would make me happy it would make me so happy to have such strong relationships and to just be living where I want to live and doing what I want to do and that's where everyone's drive comes from everything comes from love and if you're in the wrong mental state you can't have that love you can't have that love and that is something that is so important to have so it's really important that you have that mental health and don't be ashamed of it if you do struggle with something because obviously you don't have to come out to the whole world and be like oh yeah you know I really struggle with depression a lot of the time you don't have to do that but you don't have to be ashamed of it you can figure out ways to overcome it and like I said if you are someone that maybe can't afford therapy there are so many other options so just do your research and figure out what you need to do to get better and I thought mental health and building family relationships went hand in hand very well because when I was doing my research about why it's important to build family relationships it was saying that those are the people that you are with your whole life so from the day you are born to the day that you pass away you have your family because friends will come and go co-workers will come and go all of these people will come and go but family stays forever and friends can be in the form of family family are the people that you choose to be by your side through everything through your highs and lows and if you let them be there by your side to help you in your mental state that can really change things and maybe you're more of an independent person and you like to keep things to yourself find those individual ways to increase that mental health and make it better and something that we don't realize all the time is that even if you are at a really good point in your life you can always better it. So maybe you are in a really good point in your life mentally and you're super happy, you just love everything. You can always build off of that. You can always become even happier and even better because we're never gonna be perfect. Every day is about becoming better 
each day and if you can go outside do those free forms of therapy that mental state is just going to go through the roof and instead of you just having a good day every day you're going to have an absolutely amazing day every day and it can just build off of that so if you are in a low mental state build that up and you can use your family or you can do it individually you can go to therapy but if you are at a high mental state build off of that you can go to therapy because I know a lot of people that are in good mental state and they enjoy going to a therapist. They still find ways to be able to build off of that, find those free forms and build those relationships because they are so important. And of course, we are going to end off with a quote and that quote says, your mental health is first. If you aren't okay mentally, you won't be okay physically, emotionally or internally. Take the rest, distance from negativity, and take care of your thoughts from Heidi V. Hopefully I pronounced that right, but that is so true. We talked about that earlier, and it is so important that you take that first step and surround yourself with those good people. Get that negative energy out of here because the only thing negative energy is going to do to you is bring you down, and it's going to put you in a bad mental state. So if you are really trying to strengthen that, surround yourself with people who are in a good state and really fill your life with that goodness and instead of saying okay I'm gonna try and make it to my dream life okay I just have this dream life in mind and I really want to make it there but I don't know if it's possible if you have a dream person that you want to be goals you want to reach things that you would like to improve about not change but improve about yourself then start acting like that person because That is how you're truly going to get there. That's how you're going to be able to change that mental health. I hope this inspired some people and maybe helped some people in a way because I know we said a little bit that mental health is kind of a sensitive topic and can be a little bit harder, but I hope you feel motivated from this to strengthen that area of your life and also not be ashamed of it because everyone's going to go through a point in their life where they're struggling mentally and that's okay. That's It's okay. And people just have to be there to love you, not ask if you're okay, but to just say I love you. And I'm so happy that I got to do this episode. And I know this isn't our usual super upbeat one, but sometimes it's okay to have more serious ones. And even though it was maybe hard for some people to listen to, hopefully you do feel inspired and motivated by it. And I cannot wait to see you guys next week for a very exciting episode. Bye!